This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. It's Fit Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Misfit Nation. Be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps. And of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel, D underscore Misfit Nation. So you stay up to date on all our episodes and meet our great guests. Our next guest is taught in London, New York City, and Washington, D.C. She has master's degrees in early childhood and elementary education. She recently authored a book about never giving up hope, Saving Barry. It is the story of her classroom pet tortoise who taught himself to swim after being swept away in a flood. This book appeals to both parents and children and is a must-read in our trying times. So without further ado, let's welcome Heather Barr to the Misfit Nation. Welcome, Heather. Thanks for having me on your show. Uh, it's my pleasure uh, to have you on here. So before I tell you about my incredible book, Saving Barry, uh, I'm going to go back to a little girl uh, named Heather who uh, grew up in an army family. And uh, my dad got out of active duty. And a lot of you do this because you want to get that amazing pension. <laughs> so my father stayed in and um, he was the, uh, the radio guy. In Vietnam, he served two tours, and I was born on a post that is now non-existent. It's called Fort Monmouth. Oh, yes, so yeah. I I was born on Fort Monmouth, and uh, uh, then we were in Kansas. And after Kansas, uh, my mom said, "That's it. I I don't want you to do this anymore." So the reason why I love tortoises and turtles is because once my dad got out. Um, you have to drill in the summertime if you want to be in like the National Guard or uh, a lot of you do this, right? You drill for two weeks in the summer. Well, every two weeks that my dad left us after he got out of active duty, uh, something bad always happened in our house. My mom would try to be like super mom and get hurt, um, you know, get, fall off ladders. You know, she tried to clean gutters. My dad's like, don't do that stuff. But anyway, my dad came back one time from Fig, Fort Indian Town Gap in Pennsylvania, and um, we, uh, my parents set up shop in a town in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. So um, we would have to go to the uh, McGuire Air Force Base to go and buy all of our groceries. My mom would take us there. <clears throat> She'd do one big shop. We'd have to take like coolers and all kinds of stuff. But I said to my dad, I really want a pet. And my dad's like, oh, you can't have, you can't have a dog. You're too young. You're not going to take responsibility. So on the way back, coming back from Fig, there was a box turtle and he was crossing the road. 
And that's how my love for turtles started. <laughs> uh, so my dad picked one up that was crossing when he was leaving Fort Indian Town Gap and uh, picked it up and brought it home and gave it to me. And he made me huge tanks that took up all my bedroom and uh, just crazy. I mean, as a little girl, you're supposed to love canopy beds like pink and purple. And my dad built me the largest tank you could ever imagine. I mean, like basically the size of a twin bed with like he used plywood and on the one side plexiglass and all kinds of stones inside it. Uh, there was an area that had mud for, for the turtle, and it was just the coolest thing. So that's how I started loving turtles, because I couldn't have dogs or anything. So fast forward to my life right outside of Washington, D.C., 2019. Uh, my family and I, we went away. We were actually in New York City. And for the summer, I had brought home Barry. He's a Russian tortoise. Now, tortoises cannot swim like turtles. So he's a land dweller. So Barry was in this really cool outdoor enclosure that Kevin, and you actually had him as a guest, Kevin Boyle built him the coolest outdoor enclosure in our backyard in Maryland. And Barry's out there. He's having a fantastic time, but then it started to rain. It poured and um, everything flooded around our house. The basement and the first level of the house, everything's flooded. We lost two cars in our driveway. And uh, we came back and we looked all over for Barry. We could not find him. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I've had him for, you know, all these years. And he's my classroom pet. And all the students at my school love him because he's so responsive, loves music. We would take him out, you know, let him walk around the classroom Anyway, we looked around and they started pumping the water out of our basement. And guess what happens? Barry is found floating on a pillow. <laughs> so Barry survived the flood. Now, the flood was really bad because when we came in our house, even prior to them pumping the water out, there were actually snakes and mice and all kinds of stuff in our house. Oh, wow. And if you, yeah, if you actually Google Heather Barr, you might see me talking to a newscaster about the flood. Uh-oh. It's kind of <laughs> embarrassing, but you may, you, since you're, I'm on this show, I figured I'd come clean and tell you, yes, what I said is actually true. But when they were <laughs> filming me for that news article, I actually didn't realize that they were filming me. I thought I was talking in a candid way. <laughs> be, be careful with newspaper reporters and television reporters from regular news stations because they'll catch it your worst. That's what happened to me. <laughs> and um, it was just really super devastating. And I wrote the story about Barry because it's a story about never giving up, right? And um, I actually have Barry here. I brought him home this weekend because I knew I'm going to reach down and get him. I knew that I was going to be on today. So hey, this, is, this is the famous Barry. He's kind of like hiding in here right now. You going to wake up, bud? Because <laughs> as you know, it's pretty cold. He's yes. starting to wake up a little bit. If you rub the back of their legs, he starts to. <laughs> but anyway, he's really a he's he's a pretty cool guy. I mean, the fact that he was able to survive that and climb onto the pillow, 
It's pretty neat. Yeah. Is he starting to wake up? A little bit. He's still, he's chilling. They <laughs> blink their eyes like so many times. But um, so this is Barry. And um, oh, yeah, he's opening up his eyes. I don't know if you can see his eyes. I'm trying to go really close. Yeah, we can see him. You can see his little eyes? Uh-huh, I see him. Looks like he's looking yeah. at the camera right now. <laughs> but it's interesting. So I have gotten a chance, and I'm actually wearing a shirt saving Barry. Ah, nice. So um, <laughs> we went over to Fort, for those of you that are in the Washington area or whoever have been to Fort Belvoir, which is in Virginia, I got a chance to go there and sell my book. And nice. when I was there, I met so many military families and so many people um, because you move a lot. It's really hard to have a dog because your dog has to be put in quarantine. I had the best conversations with families telling me about their pets. <laughs> and so many people were considering getting a turtle or a tortoise because it's easy to move when you have to go every two years. And so I just had the best time talking with everybody about Barry. <laughs> and I took Barry to Fort Belvoir. <laughs> And so, um, it, I just had the, yeah, I had the best time talking to people. Um, and it was kind of nice to hear that some parents were really laid back and there are some military families that are brave enough to have dogs, but, um, more people have fish, turtles, tortoises. Um, someone had a dragon, like some kind of, um, like well, lizard kind of thing. Ones, yeah. 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 Somebody had one of those, but, um, so my, my book, Saving Barry, um, there's a picture of sort of Barry on the front cover. <laughs> and, um, you know, in the book, uh, my favorite page in the book is where uh, Barry has climbed on uh, to the pillow and he's sort of just like hanging on for dear life. <laughs> you can see him. Um, and I just love it because during the pandemic, uh, I teach a second grade right outside of Washington, D.C. And so a lot of the kids are, their parents work for the government or their parents are in the military. And it's really hard. We have to wear masks here, okay? And so the kids at this point, it's January and it's really hard for them. They really hate wearing the mask and they love the story about Barry. We keep the book up in our classroom I actually gave every student um, a, a copy for like the holiday gifts, you know, like before <laughs> we had off for Christmas vacation, I gave every kid in my class a book and I wrote it out to them about never giving up hope, like no matter how bad your life gets, even if the, if the pandemic is bad and we keep getting another stupid virus, right? Just never give up and like, just keep fighting the good fight. Um so, uh, you know, that's what, that's what we've been doing here. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's awesome. Uh, uh, like your backstory from your, from when you were born in Fort Monmouth, not far from where I was born, I was born in Jersey city, New Jersey. So just North of there. Uh, I also went to Kansas. Uh, you probably went to Leavenworth, I'm guessing, or we went to Fort Riley, but we had, we had two dogs my whole career for 22 years in the army. We had two dogs everywhere. We went, we had two dogs. And, uh, at the end, actually we had three, so now we have four since we just keep finding more rescues. So we have dogs all the time. We tried a turtle when my daughter was uh, three or four, maybe five. It was a red ear slider turtle. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. 
we had to go out of town and one of my soldiers watched it we came back and he was no longer alive <laughs> uh -oh. so i had to i was just going to take him out you know like i i was taught when i was a kid to throw him away but my daughter wanted him buried and it was kansas it's cold and it's snowing and i had to bury it by a tree in the backyard so i had to dig into the frozen tundra and bury him in a shoebox with all of the things she thought he wanted to be with and i'll never forget that little guy giant was his name <laughs> <laughs> so that was her first traumatic loss of a pet you know it's interesting you never forget your first pet right right <laughs> uh whatever you name them so uh the one that came from fig that my dad brought home uh that was yertle the turtle <laughs> and then years later we got another one so yertle we didn't realize it but yertle was a girl then later when he came back another time from fig he brought home speedy and they had a baby and a lot of you might remember the movie Fairlix bueller's day off right well the first time i didn't realize this but when they lay the egg in captivity you have to remove the mother the female away from the egg because guess what she does she yes she ate the egg so oh. the second time that she laid an egg, I did a not so honest thing. And I, I did finally come clean and tell my parents about it, but not until I went away to college. <laughs> um, but when the, when the turtle laid the egg, I put the thermometer next to the heat lamp so that I would be sick so I could stay home and keep an eye on it. But I didn't realize that I needed to put it under an incubation light. I didn't know. Well, I, you know, I was a kid. I was young. Right. So when the egg, um, it kind of didn't hatch. Right. So I didn't end up with a baby, but I have to say now that I'm an adult, um, and we have, uh, you know, a Facebook and everything. I am part of a tortoise group. Okay. <laughs> and so now I've actually learned what I need to do to have them survive. Right. <laughs> I mean, I have to tell you, I've learned so many amazing things like Barry, there's going to be another book because he's survived other things. And one of them is that when you go to buy wood chips for your tank, okay, so I put him in there and I noticed something hanging off of him by his tail. Okay, I know he's a boy turtle. I assumed it might have been a male part, but it was not. I took a picture of it, put it on Facebook. Guess what it was? It was a tick. Ah, great. And so apparently when, when, when you buy wood chips, uh, the tick was in there. And, um, you know, I called vets and asked them how to do it. And, and they said, oh, you can bring it in, you know, bring it in. Um, but it was like $350 for them to just see. So anyway, I took the advice of the people on Facebook and we took tweezers and uh, we, we did get the tick off. Um, but it's just amazing that, uh, you know, when you get a pet, how much care is involved. Yes. And I don't remember, I don't remember being a kid and having so many problems with my turtles that I had, they made it all the way till I went to college and I actually took them to college. And when I was in college, I gave them to one of my professor's kids, like when I graduated. So those turtles made it all that time. I mean, they live a long time. I think I've seen one, uh, an article yesterday about one they think was born in the 1800s and still running around. My gosh. I said, I said, he has to be very miserable now looking at what the world's like, but 
he's he's out there still getting it, I guess. If I don't know how they estimated that, if someone had, had to do some scientific research on him. Dude, he's pretty huge. Uh, I'm not even sure what type of was. He was a big looking dude. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, but um, so um, some ideas for new saving Barry. Um, we thought about making one because we have now a lot of pets. So the next book we were thinking about doing saving Barry uh, or like Barry and his friends, because we, now that we're um, uh, now that my husband sees retired from the, from, from Jag, we have two Chihuahuas. We have Coco and Felipe. Felipe is a rescue. And um, we have two red air sliders. We have a koi pond. We have a tiny little turtle. It's about this big. I'm not sure what kind. I think it's a small red air slider. And then we have three cats. And the one cat has been all over the world, like everywhere, because it was an easy pet, right? Um, so we thought about uh you know making that kind of a story where where barry has his friends but um i think i think young kids would probably enjoy that because that's a lot that's a lot more fun than reading a book about a tortoise that's dealt with a tick i mean i'm sorry it's just it's just not very attractive you know ticks don't uh, bring out the audience like a, a bunch of animals together if you have all those animals together in a book kids will flock to it. That'll be a Disney movie or Pixar right. movie. <laughs> Except I have to come up with a really good song like that <laughs> new, uh, there's a new children's, uh, uh, What it, it was in Canto. In Canto, and yeah. so they're all singing this in my classroom. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh no, first it was, um, oh, oh, that song. Frozen. You know, let it, first it was Let It Go. Yeah. <laughs> now, now it's, um, Wait, wait, wait. Um, what's the no bow? Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm having a blank here. But Encanto, the new Encanto song is the one that everybody is now singing. Have you heard that? Yeah, I watched it with my granddaughter here. We sat and watched it. And uh, first I had her watch it all in Spanish so to see if she'd actually watch it. And then we watched it in English after. So it oh, was my good. God. Yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah. But a that's what I had a good group are... of people in it. Yeah, they're 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 all into that. So I guess I need to come up with a really good song, or just find a good uh, composer to to go along with your book, and they'll they'll write it for you. Absolutely, that's Absolutely. usually how it happens. It's usually not the writer of the book; it's someone that they sell the the composing to after. So you don't have to worry about that side as much. You have to be a approver though. So you want to know if you want to hear that song in your class every day. Well, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> No, but I usually hear about, um, you know, they just, they just want to know when the day is over. Um, usually they want to know when we go to recess, because my class has recess, then lunch, and they are allowed to take their masks when we go outside. And as soon as they step out that door, that mask is gone. And then, uh, you know, the other thing is in the afternoon, they want to know when it's dismissal. Oh, yeah. they're, they're, so they're in second grade. And so I have to always tell, you know, we're talking about the big hand, the little hand. Um, it, it is very interesting. It's uh, takes a lot more patience right now because everybody, um, things that kids normally would learn, you know, like the tying the shoes and stuff, I yeah. think because everybody was online. And so for my second graders, a lot of them 
the first time they came back to school from kindergarten, okay? So imagine that March 13th in kindergarten was the last time they were in, and then wow. they came back this August as a second <laughs> grader, right? Wow. <laughs> so um, yeah, there was a lot of things that they missed socially and just like those little milestones, because I think even a lot of people, you know, you would think that people would have let their kids ride bikes and everything, but didn't really happen. No. And I think it was actually hard to get bikes and helmets and things. Um, I do know that there were a lot of charity groups trying to collect those kind of things, but uh, yeah, it was hard unless you got a hand me down. You know? <laughs> My wife teaches eighth graders and she's got, she got kids that never hadn't been in school since basically middle school started. And now they're eighth graders and they think they know everything coming into the classroom this year. They're buck wild because they're going through all their changes. They haven't been in discipline areas for two years. So most of them are getting in a lot of trouble for the first time in their school, hitting their school careers just because they haven't been there. And it's driving the teachers crazy, driving admin crazy. And of course the kids are getting in trouble a lot more and she's pretty much ready to hang it up now after this year. So I still, I still have a lot of years. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping that, it, you know, realistically, in my mind, I think uh, as long as we don't have to be online for an extended period of time, in my mind, it's going to take maybe three to four years for me for elementary, it yeah. may take longer for uh, some of the other kids. Oh, yeah. You know, but uh, the people that have it the easiest are kindergarten teachers, because <laughs> they, you know, they get the fresh crop, right? And so next year, first grade teachers will be okay, right? Because the kindergartners were in. Um, my, I'm hoping, you know, next year, the first graders, they might be okay. Like, cause I'll get them as second graders, right? So the first graders have been in, but I still might have a little resistance, right? Because they didn't have kindergarten. Right. <laughs> those first graders. And I kind of feel like, that is really important because those things, and I know everybody knows that, but things that you learn in kindergarten, you kind of remember the rest of your life, right? They're oh, basic yeah. rules. It's kind of like when you first join the military, those things that you first learn, you remember them. You're not going to forget them. It's hard. It's life right? lessons. That's right. And it's the same with middle school, your first year in middle school, your first year in high school. Truthfully, I do think that where your wife's at middle school is one. Those three years are horrible. They're just yes. hard for kids. Yes. You know, and I, I, I do think that their job, I think it's harder than mine. I do. And yes, in each year, different kid goes through their changes because they're not all going to go through in eighth grade. They're going to go through their changes as they go. And that kid will have attitude or ups and downs mentally because of their changes going through. And they don't know what's going on with their body, their mind and all that. And they take it out in the class. And it, it's, it's real hard. I just, I try to go in every once in a while and mentor uh, the, the only way I can. And, and I brought other veterans in there with me to mentor this year. And we just bluntly gave them speeches. Hopefully it works. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, we do what we can. Well, you're lucky. At least you can, uh, the only, um, so you, so are you required to wear masks in Tennessee or no, they don't have no. to. Oh yeah. So we went, uh, Kevin and I went, um, 
to Pigeon Ford and Gatlinburg. And we had never been to Dolly. We'd never been to any of those places there. And um, we did, um, uh, what was the dinner show that we went to? I'm trying to remember. Um, Where they have the North and the South. On the McCoys, Hatfield and McCoys McCoys. or the Civil War one. Yes. Yeah. It was was great. We also did... um, uh, the Titanic Museum. We were there before they had that incident that the people leak. got hurt. Yeah. Remember, they had the leak. You hear about yeah. that? Yeah. We, we were literally there like two months before it happened. <laughs> we thought, and, and, and um, so we thought that somebody was like smacking the iceberg. Cause when you walk into there, I don't know if you've been there, but when you walk into it, it is damn cold. Yeah. So yeah, it was very cold there. And, um, but we loved it. We, we absolutely loved the whole area. We went to the Great Smoky Mountains, phenomenal place. If people have not been there, (laughs) they should go. We loved it there. Um, We rented a cabin and I can't remember the name. It was like a newer resort and they had a pool. It was beautiful. Um, And we, did we see any bears when we were there? We did not, but while we were there, there was somebody that was sleeping in a hammock, a teenage girl <laughs> with uh, chips or something, and she was attacked, uh, she but she was okay. She met the bear. <laughs> yeah, but um, we did buy like a little stuffed black bear because you you couldn't help yourself. <laughs> but um, we really enjoyed our time there. Um, and that actually gives me another idea. If I take Barry ever back with me to Tennessee, I would do a story like Barry visits Tennessee or visits the Smoky Mountains or something. It would be adorable because that area is great. Yeah. Barry um, and the bear. There you go. Barry and the bear. There you yeah. go. That's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. I always yeah. tell people if they want to see a bear in Gatlinburg or that area, make sure I'm not there because I'm oh the only God. person that goes there and never sees them. You've I've never, never seen, seen a bear there. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of glad that I didn't because when I hear, heard about the girl that was in the hammock and that it came and, and like her family was like in their camp or something and she was hanging out and it's great that she's okay. I'm happy, but I have to tell you after that, I stuck to the trails. Like when we were walking around, I did not venture off of a trail. I was really afraid. Yeah, we're going down there twice this year. So the first one will be down there for the Mountain Man Memorial March. It's for Gold Star families and stuff. So okay. we try to get the rest of my platoon back together. We go up there and we do a 13 mile hike up there with a whole bunch of other people. That's in April. And then in the summer, we'll do the Jeep invasion where there's about 12,000 Jeeps that come to Gatlinburg and they show off their toys and stuff. So we'll go down there for that. That is very cool. Yeah. So we, we get down there as much as we can. Yeah. Now that area is so great. We just, uh, I mean, we just had a fantastic time. Everybody there was super, super nice um oh it was called the old mill that's the restaurant yep so in my opinion okay i feel bad dolly world i did love everybody there by the way i loved everybody in dolly world (laughs) and i love the steam uh engine but um uh the the old mill restaurant was fantastic and there was near it there was um like a local artist and i guess everybody is somehow related to dolly we went to like an artist and uh, we bought, uh, a, you know, like a painting of the uh, Great Smoky Mountains. And he was telling us he actually gave us a CD of one of her relatives that started out in music before her. 
Wow. I just, yeah, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Um, it actually was okay too. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't something like that you'd throw away. You're like, oh, this is good. I'll keep it in my car. You know, right. sorry. <laughs> it's a but, good area. Uh, a lot of good things for the family down there. Uh, and they've, they've tried to make it a pretty wide open place for families. A lot of adventure stuff now, uh, zip lining and stuff like that. Uh, oh yeah. I, and you have the uh, bridge that, yes. uh, the glass bridge. Yeah. Last time I went down there, that wasn't open. So this time we're gonna we're gonna do that. Okay, I'm just letting you know, scary, scary <laughs> stuff. That means I'll be jumping up and down on it. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we we absolutely loved it. Um, I always tell people I really do like all the museums here in Washington D.C. They're free, um, but right now because of stupid COVID. I don't want to tell you to come because I don't honestly know what's open right now. <laughs> um, but they are, um, DC is a cool place to come when we don't have restrictions. Um, uh, because you know, they, they just really are. They're really great museums. We have a spy museum, the natural history museum, um, and, uh, the space museum. And we have a new space one that's out in Virginia too. Um, so when, when restrictions are lifted, I encourage people to come. Uh, the cherry blossom is one of the best times uh, to come, but it's also super crowded. So yes. um, I don't want to tell you to come then because you might not like me because you'll be frustrated. <laughs> uh, but the, the best time to come is honestly when it's hot, even though it's hot and you're going to be uncomfortable here because it's super humid. Uh, the museums are actually pretty empty. So if you have vacation time in August, it's usually a great time to come to D.C. Uh, that's just a little tip from Heather Barr. <laughs> <laughs> I think the and, last, um, last time I we were up there, we, we got to see the filming uh, Wonder Woman 84 right oh, down uh, awesome. Pennsylvania Avenue. We walked right into the filming. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that was fun. Well, the real Wonder Woman still lives here, Linda Carter. She See? lives outside of Washington, D.C., yeah. Yep. <laughs> and and you know what? She actually, if you watched it as a kid, she looks really good, like, for her age. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, she's, she's a pretty herself. incredible yeah. person. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it's great that I've had both of you on now, both authors of the family on here, and uh, I've learned about your travels, his runs, your you're saving Barry. <laughs> I can't wait to see the combination of running with Barry or something, running the marathon <laughs> with Barry. And that'd be great. <laughs> see if that comes out okay. next. We, we probably will come out with something together. I'm sure. <laughs> you got to collaborate yeah, no. in there now. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're, we're going to be headed. Both of our books are headed to Virginia beach. If anybody wants to be in a race, we're headed down um, just after St. Patrick's day. I think that St. Patrick's Day is on the 17th. It's um, a Thursday. So I think that Friday we're head, where both of us are heading down uh, to Virginia Beach. And there is a race there, a marathon and half marathon. And I will also be down there um, with Saving Barry. Um, and there's tons of military people down there. Um, a lot of people in the Navy, though, down there. But um, we accept them. But we like them too. We like Navy. <laughs> we need them actually, too. <laughs> actually, we have a niece that's at the Naval Academy now. So we we've crossed over. We're at the we're, we've crossed over the other side now, and we're very proud of her. She's in her she's in her first year, and she's doing great. Outstanding. Um, 
Yeah, so if anybody's around Virginia Beach area, we hope that you'll come out to the to the race and uh, you'll come to the um, uh, expo and by uh, Going the Distance by Kevin Boyle and by Saving Barry by Heather Barr. Outstanding. And Heather, how can someone get in contact with you just to talk to you one-on-one? -on -one? Hey, they can, they can email me and my email address is softballplayerpa at gmail.com. And that's because I was a softball player in college. <laughs> Good army people always make sure that their kids are awesome at one sport so they can get a scholarship. Very smart. <laughs> so that is why my email address is softballplayerpa at gmail.com. Outstanding. Uh, thanks again for being flexible and, of course, coming on tonight. And I look forward to good things from both of you in the future. Thank you very much. You know how we do this. Thanks for taking some of your time to spend with us on Fit Nation. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and share the link as much as possible. If you want to. Please become a supporter to help us carry this thing on. We appreciate you. If you know someone that brings that energy, has a great story, is an up-and-comer in any industry of music, in the arts, have them reach out to us on TheMisfitNation.com. We will get back to them within one day and get them on here so they can share their story with the world. As always, till next time, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling. Because we are... Fit, 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 fit nation.